Quick CYA, otherwise known as a disclaimer, the following podcast includes financial information that is for informational purposes only. The information shared comes from the opinion of the host, that would be me, from personal experience, research, and advice from others. I am not a certified financial advisor, nor do I have any financial credentials besides an interest in learning more. I hope you find this information helpful, but do not make any financial decisions solely based on the information provided here. Thank you. Hi guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating, because that is what friends do, and by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, uh, welcome to my first solo episode. Um, I am very excited, and today we're going to talk about how to pick a credit card, because I get I get this question all the time. I get credit card questions in my DMs all the time, um, but just to give you a little update on life, this morning I made my first reels. It took an hour and a half to make two of them, um, which considering they are 15 second videos, I'm like, why... Why? Why? But now I'm like, I'm, it makes me think, you know, especially if you're a content creator, um, I've always wondered how you almost like track your productivity, if that makes sense. Um, like to say, oh, I created a reel today or an IGTV today, or I made a post today. Like to me still doesn't sound very productive, but the more I work in content marketing, um, and, and content creation, the more I am appreciating how long it takes to create these different types of content. And which then makes me feel a lot better when I spend an hour and a half creating two 15 second reels. Um, and if you don't know what reels are, they are Instagram's version of TikTok. Um, who knows if TikTok's going to be here, you know, in a month or even a couple days. But Instagram has uh, basically taken their idea, made their own reels. Um, I think I might have said this on my stories like a couple weeks ago that this was going to be happening. But um, it's an extremely smart move and um, one that's pretty predictable. If you follow um, Facebook, who owns owns Instagram, um, and all that the company is doing. Um, if you, you know, keep up to date with that kind of stuff, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and they definitely seem to be a company that just does not stop. Like they constantly have something else going on, which as an investor is quite exciting, even though, gosh, Facebook's stocks are so expensive. Um, but it then makes me consider like, do I, you know, do I save up when there's another dip? Do I look into Facebook? Um, even though in my eyes, it's not a traditional company, you know, it's not like AT&T or, um, I don't know, like, you know, some other company that's like been around forever. It feels like I still think Facebook as like a digital company, which it is, um, which sounds less, uh, stable, I suppose. Um, but you know, who knows? These are, these are the things that keep me up at night. Um, 
Speaking of like company shifts and like company news, did you guys know that Google is getting rid of Google Play Music? Found this out yesterday. Um, and there's not a whole ton of people who use Google Play Music. Um, the biggest music uh, downloader, music what app? I don't know. You know, whatever you listen to music on is Spotify actually. Um, and then I think the next one is Apple music or whatever you iTunes. I don't know if it's still called iTunes. I don't have an iPhone. Um, but yeah, they're getting rid of uh, Google play music. They are shifting everyone to YouTube music, which I think is super interesting. Um, that I don't know. That seems like a really weird shift. I forget that YouTube is part of Google. Um, but Gosh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Definitely send me messages if you knew or if you didn't know. Um, or if you use Google Play Music, like, how do you feel? Are you going to be, u- like, moving over to Spotify? I feel like a lot of Google users use Spotify. Um, so let me know. Um, but actually, let's go ahead and, and talk about what we are talking about to- today, and that is credit cards. So many people, apparently... Um, at my age, which I'm 23, do not have a credit card, um, which I did not realize until I started getting a lot of messages. Um, I'd be interested to know, like, how many of you guys get have credit cards or, um, like, when you got your first credit card. I got my first credit card at, like, really, really young. I feel like I should know this on if you can get a credit card before 18. I'm about to look this up literally right now. Okay, so I was, I was, I don't know why I thought maybe you couldn't. Um, it is 18, you have to be 18. I think I got one, like, literally when I turned 18. Um, and so, and I had that credit card up until this year, 2020. I didn't, I don't think I switched to my new card, um, before the new year. So, I've had that credit card for a long time and I have uh, really developed habits. Um, and then I recently did like credit card shopping to pick that my next credit card. Um, and so I wanted to go over the like three things to look for when you're picking a credit card. So first one is APR. Uh, so APR stands for annual percentage rate and, um, it can be used interchangeably with interest rates, but that's only when it comes to credit cards. Um, you can't, that, that's not the same if you're talking about like a mortgage. If you're talking about a mortgage, APR and interest rate is different because it encompasses different fees, um, and stuff like that. But with credit cards, APR and interest rate is the same, um, or interchangeable. And, when you go to look at credit cards, they'll usually have um, on their site, it'll be like 15% to 25% APR based on your credit worthiness. And what that means is when you apply based on your credit score, um, that will determine what your interest rate is. The better your credit score, the lower your interest rate, and of course, vice versa. So if, but if you don't have, if this is your first time getting a credit card and you don't have a like credit, don't worry. Um, that's not something that will hold you back from getting a credit card. It just may, you know, limit your options, which is actually much better because your first credit card really shouldn't be like, I don't, I don't, I'll say it like an airline card or something. You may not get approved for an airline card if you don't have any credit built up. But I always recommend going to your bank for your first credit card um, and checking out what they have available. One, they are able to, they usually give favor to customers if you've been a customer with them for a while. Um, 
they give favor to that, and then they usually have lower interest rates. And um, generally, they are really good at advising you about what credit card is best for you. Um, you know, especially if it's your first credit card, they usually have like credit cards that are based on like they are for first time credit card users. Um, and so that is a credit card that, you know, is, is for people who have not built credit. Um, and again, I think I already said that they generally have lower interest rates. So that's really good. Um, but when you're thinking about APR um, or interest rate, that usually scares people um, a lot. And I would not let it scare you um, because interest rate is only like only a problem if you expect not to pay your credit card bill on time, which should obviously never be a goal. Um, you should pay your credit card off every single month in full. If that balance for one month rolls over um, past your billing cycle, that's when you get interest um, put on it. Now, if you're getting a credit card, um, I would assume it wouldn't be your first credit card if you were doing this, but if you're getting a credit card to put a, like a large purchase on, um, I know some people like will get like the Home Depot credit card when they are purchasing uh, new appliances or something. I haven't done that, so I can't really speak on it, but if you're doing that where it's it's almost like um, you are like financing it with the credit card making those payments, then that's something to worry about. You don't want like a super high interest rate knowing that you are going to be putting a very large purchase on it and then paying it off in increments. Um, but if you're just getting a general credit card or especially your first credit card, there is no reason why you should be ringing up a balance on that that you can't then pay off um, because before you had a credit card, you were paying things with your own money. My rule is that I do not put anything on my credit card that I do not have the money for at that very moment. All right, we're going to take a quick break to thank a non-sponsor, Sparks of Joy Co. This is a very special non-sponsor because Sparks of Joy Co. was actually started by a very good friend of mine. Sparks of Joy Co. is a greeting card company, and they have what's what are called Sparks, and then they have mini Sparks. So Sparks are beautifully designed postcards that are pre-stamped, which is absolutely amazing. So you don't have to go out and buy stamps. I think that's so genius and convenient. And then mini Sparks are smaller greeting cards that are meant for hand delivery and you can write a message on the back um, or put them in somebody's mailbox or like you know hide them in something I think that'd be just adorable and the absolute best part is that no I am not sponsored by Sparks of Joy Co but I do have a code which is amazing Callie gave me a code and it is Sarah B S A R A H B and you get 20% off of your order when you use that code so definitely check them out follow her on Instagram at Sparks of Joy Co I mean they're just adorable and then know you're going to love these cards. I got a whole package of them and they are just so cute. All right, back to the episode. Um, if I can't pay it in cash, I'm not paying it. And I will pay off my credit card in full every month. Um, usually I make payments multiple times a month um, because I don't like, I don't want to keep track of when like the credit card bill is due or anything like that. I just, I check it and I pay it so often that it, it doesn't roll over. Um, so that's the only reason that you should be worried about APR or interest, but it's definitely something to keep in mind. 
Um, for me, I aim for an APR that is no higher than 25%, um, ideally, ideally even lower um, than 20%, but uh, that will vary based on your credit card and based on your credit score, but if you're wanting like a roundabout and how I think about it, that's, um, that's the rates that I sort of look for. So the next thing that you need to worry about with credit cards are fees. So if you look at credit cards, some of them will say like no hidden fees. Um, and that is something that you need to um, be aware of. I would definitely, just as a blanket, when you're looking for your first credit card, look for one that says no hidden fees because there are, I mean, it's weird. Um, if you get a card that has fees attached, you'll get like charged for like the weirdest things are like setup fees, transfer fees. Um, of course we, you, we all know about annual fees. Um, but there's, I mean, it's bizarre. These it's literal, or it feels, you know, like literal hidden fees that you have no idea about and you get charged for random things. Um, and so you want to get one with this says no hidden fees and no annual fee. Um, I will be very honest. I have a credit card right now that has an annual fee, and I will, I'll speak on that in a moment um, in, in the next section, but I did that on purpose, and that was after I had had a credit card that I've been using for years since I was 18. I knew my credit, um, be, what I call like credit card spending behavior. I knew um, myself enough uh, to be able to justify that um, based on the card that I was getting. And I chose that card um, because the benefits would outweigh that annual fee every year. But that's just me. That is a very personal um, experience or, or, or like situation um, as a whole. And if it was not this particular card, I would not have taken an annual fee. But as a whole, I do not recommend cards that have an annual fee, um, especially for your first credit card. First credit cards, full stop, no annual fees, zero annual fees. Do not do it. If you, you know, if you're aware of your credit spending habits, you're aware of the rewards that you need and that kind of stuff, that's a separate discussion. Um, but check for fees. They will have it outlined. And if you are getting your bank card, they will be like, or a card from your bank, they will be able to outline any of those fees um, and tell you exactly. And if, especially if you ask, like directly asks, ask what fees are applicable or what fees come with this card. And they'll be able to outline all of that for you. Um, I highly recommend talking to your bank and their advisors. Um, I've always had great experiences and if you don't, switch banks. Um, I chose my bank based on customer service. Um, and I moved from um, Bank of America a while ago uh, because of, well, customer service and some other things. Um, but uh, as far as when I chose my credit card, they actually uh, were very helpful. I'm sure that's because I was getting a credit card from them. <laughs> Um, and finally, when you're looking at your credit card, you need to look at rewards. Um, rewards are really important. They aren't the most important, but it is something that uh, you want to keep in mind. If you have a credit card, I, I know that some people just get credit cards to build credit. And that's that's 100% awesome. That's what you should do. If you're young and you're just trying to build that credit, go for it. But there is no reason why you should have a credit card that does not reward you. Um I don't think building credit isn't a good enough reward. And um, a lot of times, um, I've never seen cards that reward any other way. It's usually like cash rewards or um, 
travel rewards. Um, there are like rewards for like store department store cards, but guys, I, I have worked in retail and I have worked with companies. All, every company that I've ever worked with have, has a credit card. Um, and they are not your friend. Do not get store cards. Um, but for your first credit card, um, or for any credit card, look at the rewards and look at what is good based on your lifestyle. I got the Bank of America travel rewards card for my very first credit card. And I did that instead of the cash rewards card because I valued the travel more. When you are, um, when you're looking at, uh, the different rewards, usually if there is a limitation in the reward, then, it is easier to accumulate. So let's just say like, like for cash rewards, you can use cash on anything. Travel rewards, it's limited to what you can use that for. So for every dollar you spend on cash rewards, you might get two points. For every dollar you spend on a travel rewards, you might get four points. Um, usually it's much easier to rack up points on the travel rewards because you have uh, limited, you know, things that you can actually use it for. Airline, tickets, rental cars, hotels, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't, I didn't, I still, I use the travel rewards card and I'll, I'll talk about the new card that I got. Um, but I still look for travel rewards with my credit card because, um, that's something that I, well, I really value travel and I took it as, um, like what, what I want, um, like a credit card rewards can, can be thought of as passive income. Like what would I want that to pay for? I want that to pay for my like fun lifestyle. Um, you know, I want that to be able to get me that plane ticket for free because that's something that I might not have gotten or done, um, if it weren't for those rewards. So that's just me, you know, determine what is important to you and keep that in mind when looking at your credit cards. So let's talk about my switch. Um, so I had the Bank of America travel rewards card for, oh, 18, 19, 22, uh, four years, um, which is, gives a really good record. And so, um, my credit score was very high, um, is very high. And then when I switched to my, uh, I got the American Airlines Aviator card. Um, I did cancel my Bank of America travel rewards card. I got the Aviator card because I knew that I wanted a, card that would reward me a little bit more than the Bank of America travel rewards did. Um, and because of that, I decided that an, a specific airline card would be best because again, specific airline cards kind of niche down what your reward is, um, even more. And so then they rack up points even faster. I chose American airlines because honestly, that's who I fly with the most. I just, I found myself always on American airline flights when I was flying. Um, so that's what I did. And you know, my last flight, I took the little brochure that they give out and I filled it out and, um, applied for the card that does have an annual fee of $99. Um, but again, the rewards I get outweigh that $99 as far as like the cost of a plane ticket and like what I can, what like I can do with the rewards, maybe not now because I'm not going anywhere. Um, so I'm just racking up points right now, but, um, you know, I thought long and hard on if I was okay with taking on an annual fee because that's not something that I necessarily wanted to do when I made the switch, but it made sense for me. Um, not saying that it makes sense for everyone. Um, in my lifetime, I have had, uh, several different credit cards. Um, those are like my main credit cards, the Bank of America one, and then the, um, Aviator card, uh, are my main credit cards. 
that I think of for like gas, groceries. Now I use my credit card for all purchases and then I just pay it off at the end of the month because I don't, for me, knowing my spending habits, I don't see a need to put things on my debit card that I'm not going to get rewarded for when I pay my credit card off every month. It just doesn't make sense. So I use my credit card like a debit card. But I have had the uh, Belk card as well. I think that was, I think that's my only other card that I've had. I'm pretty sure I canceled it. Um, but I did have the Belk card for a while um, because I actually worked at Belk. Um, and so I wanted those points, but it's not worth it. Um, you know, I, get, I already got an employee discount. You get a discount when you open the card. Um, but I did not think, you know, looking back, those, for me, points were not worth it. Um, the only reason I got it was because I was an employee. When I was not an employee anymore, I didn't really need it anymore because I didn't really shop at Belk um, very much after that. So, those are the cards that I've had. Um, I really hope that this was helpful. Um, if you're looking to get a new credit card, don't be scared. Um, you know, it can feel very overwhelming. And that's why I say, especially for your first one, go to the bank that you already use and see what their options are. Um, you know, if those options don't work for you, go to a different bank. Um, you can get it through another bank and that's totally fine. Um, but just make sure that it works for you. Don't get scared off of the interest rate. Just, um, especially with your first card, you should not be, um, having expenses that are going, you know, into the next month. And that's not a habit that you want to start at all. Um, if this was helpful, let me know. Um, comment on my um, last post, actually, um, if you have a credit card or are getting your first credit card. Um, I'd love to know. If you have any questions, of course, DM me. Um, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the What Else podcast. And if you liked this episode, then I've got a small to-do list for you. Uh, first of all, go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Sarah E. Boss. And I can go ahead and repost your post and that helps others find the podcast as well. And give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends. So don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.